Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, y'all. Whew! This, this week, six in the morning, six in the morning, and homecoming episode, we, we have Eve back on the podcast, and I, I, I'm kind of, as you can tell, audience, I'm kind of a little bit spaced out because those episodes, Eve? <laughs> a lot. A lot was happening. <laughs> A lot was happening. It was just like, and it's very odd because I feel like both shows found their groove at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like it, it both like I feel like uh, last week's episodes were both good transition points uh, for the shows, and then this week it was just like, whoa, what is okay? <laughs> we're we're in college officially. We're in college. The storylines are coming through. The storylines are hitting. <laughs> I I loved both episodes a lot. Loved both episodes. Loved but we're here. Yes, yes, yes. And we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about six in the morning. What were your? I know you said you loved them, but what what you like about? What you like about episode ten? Well, honestly, just seeing Spencer realize that you're not always the best player on the the team anymore and so just kind of transitioning from his high school where he's used to you know being Spencer James and now he has to prove himself all over again so I really enjoy seeing that and just kind of seeing everyone's transition into adulthood I think everyone made a jump this episode I I agree. I agree with that point. I I loved it, and um, I to, to to your point number one, audience. I'm gonna be unbearable with the amount of times I said my prediction came true. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember I got. I think this was in a mailbag episode or something. But somebody asked me the question like, "What what do I expect for college?" And I said sort of this exact thing, and I'm so glad that they're exploring it. But to your point about Spencer realizing that maybe he's not the best on the field, at least not right now at where he is and the level of knowledge that he's had with with high school. And so him really coming to a place where he sort of has to has to step his game up, uh, as we saw sort of at the end of that. And then to your point about like everybody being grown now uh, (laughs) to see live go to a nine to five basically yeah (laughs) was amazing and for the first time that's when it hit me that wow this show is really entering a new era it's entering a new period and it felt it felt very much reminiscent of uh older shows that i've watched where they've had like a a very serious sort of change and transition and seeing Liv go to her job for the first time was me realizing this transition that uh, All American has made. So it was really, it was a really cool episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that that whole aspect was so realistic too, like just how everyone's entering their own little journey. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so uh, to get into that, to get into sort of uh, reviewing and recapping the episode a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> We can't forget about the adults now. All of the, <laughs> all of the uh, the young adults had their own things going on, but the adults had to have a little storyline themselves too now. Uh, and listen, I love when Denise comes on the show because she brings a whole new energy. Yes, <laughs> I was so happy Yabby to see her. On. 
Diavion. She brings the Diavion realness. Uh, and I just she's a she's such a breath, breath of fresh air, and I think she just brings brings a different bring brings a different vibe, rubbed grace into into joining the search committee for the new principal because Carter is no more. And Grace goes to B- Billy, sort of asking him if he wants to do it. He declines, which mm, you know, will we trust Billy running a school? Is exactly. <laughs> these are the facts I'm over here like you ought to decline Billy because you don't even have the degree for it do you even have an advanced degree I'm just trying to figure that out I'm like well where are the degrees (laughs) where's the certification where are the qualifications (laughs) exactly and so but Grace being Grace set her mind to do something and and you know, then basically trick Billy into into becoming the principal. So, at the end, he is the inter- interim principal, and hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be Not comedy. <laughs> it is gonna be comedy. It is gonna be comedy, and it, even more so because once we get into predictions, we'll talk about that. But I, I, I'm with you on that. I think it's gonna be comedy. But right now, Billy is the interim principal, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and also, I just feel for Crenshaw, number one. This is yeah. the, your second interim principal. <laughs> I know. It's like, when are we going to get it together here? Exactly. Let Kent- let Crenshaw breathe, okay? Spencer doesn't go to the school anymore. We can let Crenshaw breathe. <laughs> They can have fun. They can you know, be positive <laughs> they, here. They can have fun now that now that uh, Spencer's gone. He's not, <laughs> he's not the protagonist to be uh, bringing all of the, all of the drama to the school, right. especially with Coop. Let's not forget about Coop now. But oh, yeah, <sighs> ah, and speaking of Coop, that wasn't even an on purpose transition. <laughs> she just inserted herself into the transition. Like she inserted herself into patient's life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That, she really does need to find something to do. She absolutely does. One of the things that I was thinking about as we, and we'll get to this in a second, but as we watched throughout the episode, as Asher was giving uh, JJ rent money, how was Coop paying? <laughs> I, I've been trying to figure that out too. Like, is she getting paid from her songs that she released a long time ago? And royalties? Like, it can't be that much. A dollar seventy. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, the bakers have a good little discount going at the. Somebody called it a shelter. <laughs> Is this a shelter? It's a, it's a hotel. Home. It's a hotel. It's a shelter. They just got everybody going in and out. Oh my goodness! It's like it's like your grandparents' house. <laughs> Like family members will just go in and out of your grandparents' house when one family member moves out, the other moves in. <laughs> so the baker, yeah, the bakers is definitely giving giving hotel. Um, so patience, patience is getting getting pretty frustrated with Coop at this point, and I love that the writers were self aware enough to point out that Patience and Coop are always together and more so that uh, I think bringing Patience down first to have that conversation with Liv 
was self-aware that Patience really hasn't gotten her own storyline. You know, it's true. So Patience really spent that whole entire time sort of just going around to different people, had that talk with Liv, eventually had that talk with Layla about just needing a break from Coop and not wanting Coop to be around her all of the time, you know, uh, enlist Layla's help. So Layla offers to say, you know what, I'll have Coop mentor mentor the young artist for the showcase that I'm doing. And so she won't be around you. You're going to get a break. She won't be around you. Um, And, you know, I'll just have her do this mentor thing and it's going to be cool. She does the mentor and instead of... <laughs> I'm trying not to go in on it to be a goofy. But instead of doing her job, she be- tries to become Patience's de facto manager. Which she did not ask for. She didn't ask. Layla explicitly said, this is not about Patience. <laughs> Like, what is not going through your mind? Did she even... T- we didn't even see Coop interact with n- Nair. N- Nair a one. <laughs> not one. Not one at all. Artist. And thank goodness for Kim Nitty. Was I the only one who... I, I My jaw actually, I think, dropped. <laughs> I was so my embarrassed. My jaw dropped. When Coop caused that scene. I was super embarrassed because, you know, that space isn't that big. So I'm thinking, you do know people can hear you, right? Like, this is unprofessional. With industry execs. What? Like, it it was just, it was triggering almost. It was because, and I think, like, not only for... um, like for both patients and Layla in different ways, because I, it, it was really jarring, I think, to see that occur at the same time. Uh, because I think with, with patients, we know that patients has been frustrated for so long. Um, and just seeing, you know, here, go, here Coop goes again, like being embarrassing. And then for Layla, it was, Coop once again messing with your money. <laughs> just, like, this is a show and I invited you to be a producer. You don't want to, like, you're not on my label anymore. We hashed that out. This is fine. And I'm like, I really want you to still be a part of the team. And here you go doing extra things I didn't ask you to do. And here you go. Having a full, and like, for, for um, those who may not know, like a writer, which is self-explanatory, but like a, a little bit, but a writer is uh, basically a list of uh, requests, a list of requests that artists can make uh, for any show, venue, event they're at. You know, if you, if I was invited to an event, I would be like, "Ooh, could y'all put some kombucha or whatever in the in the uh, backstage or whatever?" Like that's a writer. Uh, so. A whole <laughs> list of demands when the show is starting. And then the list of demands. I'm like, Coop, really? Do you know your girlfriend? Exactly. And and that's the is that patience was so embarrassed. And so I think that's what made the uh moment so uncomfortable. Is that again, b- back to that point about it just being doubly embarrassing because patience has had enough 
And she doesn't want this to be badly reflected on her as an artist. And then again, for all of these industry people to be, and let's even go beyond sort of just like the history context of uh, Coop and Layla and Patience, just in the term of being an artist, right? Let's not even bring Mm -hmm. up the fact that like, (laughs) but I'm going to bring it up slightly, Uh, that Coop didn't tell Patience about the record deal in the first place way back when. Like, let's not even think about that. But think about the artist who Coop was low-key bashing and shading during this whole time as well. She Patience is not going, you're not going to open for Kim Nitty. Like being all loud in this girl's face. Loud and just disrespectful. Disrespectful. And I, honestly, I thought because the last time we saw Kim Nitty, she was, you know, she she had a little bark. She had a little bark. Let's not lie. Um and it was very, you know, proud and, 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 you know, wasn't backing down from anyone. So I was so super happy that she, she handled that in such a, such a cool way, such a dope way. And I became a Kim Nitty fan yeah. after that. It could have gone totally differently, but. It could have gone totally differently. And thank goodness for Kim Nitty de-escalating that situation to be like, all right, let's just, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Uh so that was that. Uh, <laughs> Layla obviously wasn't happy about it and let Coop know as much. And I, yeah, I just I don't know what Coop was. I, I don't know what Coop was thinking, and I, I don't know how I would have reacted. So <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that Layla's reaction at that. I mean, she could have handled it better, sure. But also, you made a whole entire scene. At <laughs> my know. showcase. At her showcase. And then only for, to that point, only for patience then to come back at Coop with, what are you doing? Coop was asked a lot, what in the world are you doing? I want to know the same thing. I think I, I would have asked the same. Because she lost her entire mind. I'm just so confused. And then for patients to have to explain to Coop, like, I was doing this as a favor for Layla. I had a whole entire tour. You're the only one who Layla, the only other artist who Layla has ever done a tour for. So this is just a small little showcase. It's not like I haven't had the chance to go out on the road. What are you doing? Yeah, I just, I hope that she doesn't hurt patient's career, like outside of Layla. You know, like if some person wants to come work with her and if that's like what right. they think is going to happen each time right right and and to that point is like because they are friends um and i mean like the the three of them together like because uh just like historically they are friends and they also are in business together uh it's just not it's just not a good look because why Why do you keep doing that to your friends? And even though Patience and Coop are definitely in a relationship, like you could still call them friends, right? Mm-hmm. And so why why are you behaving this way for, for two of your friends? I don't understand that. And it's like a, it repeats, not just with them, but it seems like in different aspects of her life with her friends, like she doesn't think before she acts. Right. So, right. yeah. I think this was the, we're spending a bit of time here because I, 
that was it, it was just so uncalled for um it was so uncalled for and as much as I feel like the writers have alluded to Coop being toxic at times, mm-hmm. I think this was the, in very recently at least, this was one of the most open ways that they've uh, like been like, no. For sure. This is toxic. For sure. <laughs> this is toxic. Like other things we've been able to explain away. She was hurt. She was depressed. She was hiding from gods. Like all, all of these things. And now it's just like, no, she's just doing nothing. Doing nothing and being toxic. Acting a max. <laughs> Acting a max. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So who even knows what's going to happen with Coop at this point, but that was that simultaneously um <laughs> Layla uh Layla's been having a little summer delight <laughs> summer delight with Clay uh and he wants to he wants to take it a step further she does not uh so it looks like they're at a bit of an impasse there he actually said you know I want to be with you, Layla. And she responded, I'll see you in the next city. <laughs> I'll see you in the next city. So that was, whew, that was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she talks, she's, you know, uh, also with this, she talks about it with uh, Liv and the reason she gives for Liv because uh, he, you know, has someone come and blah, blah, blah. Liv points it out uh, at the showcase. And she just basically tells Liv, I, I'm just focused I want my number one thing to be my career. I want my number one thing to be music right now, produ- producing. So that's that's her reasoning for that and the whole Clay situation. And and what did you think about all that? Well, I actually really like Clay from what we've seen of him so far. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a cool dude, and you know maybe someone I would good- love him better if they would take out those cornrows. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate them. Let him have his curls. Let him have his curls. Push back. Let the curls specifically push back. (laughs) The braids threw me off, but he seems like an overall, you know, decent guy. Um, I guess I was kind of shocked at how fast he was ready. I mean, I guess it's we skipped ahead a little bit, but just to see how fast he's he's wanting to to move, you know? Yeah, yeah, he is wanting to move fast to just be like, yeah, I want. I want you to be my girl. That's not what he said, but like that's how. I, okay, it's basically what he was telling. Um, yeah, he was very resolute in his. You know, I want to be with you. He was very serious, and he does seem like a good dude. Um, but yeah, Layla's doesn't seem as into it, and uh. <laughs> I don't know why that is at current, but I I feel like I, I could see that coming. At least I I think uh, <laughs> that was another something that I saw. I was just like, I don't think she's totally into it. Like she yeah, she's into it for the physical aspect, but I don't think she's totally into it. And I think that that's true. So I think um, yeah, we'll talk about it more with predictions. But that's sort of where they left it. Is that he made his intentions very clear, and she made hers very clear as well. At least that communication is there yeah that's that's a good point is that you know (laughs) wherever that leads them uh both of them are being honest about what they want out of this thing no gray area yeah no gray area which is good like which is good like let's have someone else besides 
Liv and Spencer uh, and, you know, Jordan and Simone at times when Jordan's not acting a mess. <laughs> Uh, let's have them have some good communication. Um, so that 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 ended where it ended. Uh, oh, we for, uh, we forgot to mention patience and Coop and their suspension. <laughs> their suspension. That's a new way to put it. <laughs> I was dead over that phrasing. Like, what was? What is that? <laughs> What is that? And also, like, are the writers shading Coop because she got a GED and dropped out of school? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, who says that? Know. Like, maybe this is... Who's... It was really weird. <laughs> this is a new thing the kids say. We're going to take a suspension. I think they had to think, like, think of a way to say we're on a break, but not have the audience just, like, be like, here we go, Ross and Rachel. Like, they need... <laughs> We need a break. Right. TV show writers are just like, what What? What can we call it besides being on a break? What can we call it? <laughs> We're on a suspension. We're on hold. We're on hold. And did, did she give a time for the suspension? I thought she said just for tonight. And I was just like, uh. Yeah, she said for like one day. And I'm like, I don't know if you say all that and you say we're on a suspension for, for one, one day. day but, but, uh, okay. We'll see if they're off their suspensions <laughs> when the next episode comes. I'm not sure they will be. I think the suspension is sort of indefinite for the moment. I think so. Um, so, yeah, they ended on su- suspension and Lay and Clay, Layla and Clay, <laughs> Lay and Clay, cute. <laughs> uh, they ended on a sort of uncertainty. So with that being said, Liv started a new job. Uh, and she this like we suspected right she she started this job she thought that she would be able to write and all of this stuff and and share her ideas but she ended up doing what new workers do what new entry-level workers do and that's you know getting things from the copier and <laughs> getting her hands exactly getting your hands chewed up and doing what really are these sort of menial tasks um at first before she gets to work her way up and it was someone um said this and and i loved it and whoever said this on twitter shout out to you but they said that this whole entire episode was sort of a look at being humbled when you're out of high school Mm -hmm. um because you really think i can take on the world and that's absolutely true uh but the world is a big place and you have to start from somewhere and so we saw that with we saw that with Liv and we saw that uh with her um uh, with her boss as well and i just i loved her boss right away i feel like (laughs) Whenever we get characters uh, that are introduced just solely with Liv, they it tends to be regarding her sobriety, and so they tend to have these, I think, sharper edges to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was just so good, because Liv is a really sweet person, so it was so good to just see a boss that was sweet. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I totally get what you mean. Someone encouraging her and someone that she can talk to and talk about journalism with um, and and someone who gets it. And so I, I love that for her. I love that for her. Yeah, I really liked her, her boss. And she kind of reminds me of um, 
Simone's aunt in a way. Like in a, right. they kind of favor, but I just liked how she was honest with her, but didn't like talk down to her. Cause you know, in some of these jobs, they always introduce like this crazy person that's, you know, extra hard on you and, you know, go get my coffee and that's all you're going to do, you know, but she's actually teaching her things. Right. Right. I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, so that was, that was amazing to see. And, um, we saw that and uh, uh, sort of at the same time, even though Liv's sort of figuring this out and, you know, starting from scratch as she and Spencer talked about, uh, she's really also struggling with this idea and talks to Jordan about it and, and uh, Layla about it. And Jordan and Layla had sort of similar sentiments regarding like busy life. I want to focus on what my, what my future is, what my career is at the moment. Um, and I don't have time for a serious relationship. And so she's sort of thinking about this as she's talking with them and really thinking about how she can best support Spencer, because as we know, he is struggling. Going through it. Schedule. Going through it. Uh, the the whole top of the episode, we spent, and we spent quite a time on this montage, too. The montage was a good was a minute, great which is long. It was a great montage of Spencer just exercising getting up at six in the morning, right? To exercise, to do it. He has, uh, this is D1 athletics, which is a huge, huge, huge commitment because you're the best of the best. Uh, in like the NFL, which is his goal is the best of the best of the best. Uh, so he, he's exercising. He has a full schedule, both he and uh, Jordan do, but a full schedule from 6 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. That's basically running drills, uh, learning positions, having meetings, uh, having conditioning, having (laughs) everything like practice uh, and all of those things. It's almost like a mini camp camp for for college, Um, which uh, mini camp is a huge dedication because, again, it's – you know, you, you go to sleep and it's just like, what? I didn't get no sleep and now it's back off to work. Football is so, life, literally. Football is life, literally, exactly. And so they've been having the fun like at the beach house, as we know, but really, uh, really life has started back up for for Spencer and Jordan. Now I'm going to pause on that for a second because we have to do the little interlude to say the boys are still at the beach house. We knew they were going to extend the beach exactly. house. Okay. I was just like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Let's just get to the point where you guys say, oh, we're staying. Right, right. I was just like, we're not building this huge beach house set just to have it be in one episode. <laughs> no. We're going to see a lot of that beach house. With all them rooms. Exactly. And we saw a room too. Mm, no, no, we're not. We're not taking away this set. Uh, so they're they're at the beach house. JJ is making whiskey, whiskey because unlike Spencer and Jordan, he is not taking not taking his schedule seriously. I found that so interesting. Asher has become a bookie. I know, isn't it? Especially because... At the end of last season, they tried to make it seem like he was going to be like, oh, maybe I'll be quarterback. You know what I mean? I was just like, wait, like, where did change of heart come from? Yeah, and I guess it's consistent with his character. Like, who is JJ anyway? (laughs) Yeah, we're still learning him, I guess. (laughs) We're we're still learning him. That's a great, great point. So we're still learning him while he's learning how to make whiskey. (laughs) That was a horrible joke. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
No, but he's learning how to make uh, whiskey, and uh, Asher is living his little bookie life, making making the paper, making mm. just wads of cash he's walking around with. I was very confused. I was just like, dude, um, you're just walking around with envelopes full of cash. That's not suspicious to anybody else. Exactly. And I feel like at, at his age, maybe I'm dating myself a little bit but i'm like at your age you know what a bank is i you could very simply just deposit that money that's i'm just like who carries that type of cash like have some change exactly in envelopes like just in envelopes like open whose uncle are you envelopes not even see the envelopes not even sealed like Uh, and he rightfully got jokes about his kneecaps being broken because when you're doing all that, um, those kneecaps, it's a little suspicious. Yeah. It's a little suspicious. Uh, so Jamie comes back, which shout out to Jen because she correctly predicted that uh, Jamie's back. It's been, I think, three months since he's seen her. And we find out that she has lupus, which somebody also predicted. People are just on it with their season four predictions. Oh, no. <laughs> basically what this is. It's like, are you guys sure you're not in the writer's room? Or... Exactly. Exactly. The the writers are just dropping spoilers. Like they're just releasing bits of information. <laughs> information to people to say. Um, but yeah, so J- Jamie has lupus. Um, and so they sort of talk about that. Asher apologizes and, you know, we've, We've seen that. I did appreciate about the Asher storyline, though, is that before before uh, JJ talks about moving into the beach house together, that Asher, it looks like Asher comes to the decision to quit the bookie job, you know, mm-hmm. because he wants to get closer to Jamie, of course. But also, it's just like it. I don't know. For me, it felt was I was just like, is Asher actually learning things now? He's learning lessons. I know because I was just like, I was completely expecting Asher, and I will admit, I was completely expecting Asher to try to do like this whole circumventing thing. Like, let me see if I can keep the bookie job, keep making this money, and still just keep it under wraps while I'm living with all of these athletes. That was the assumption that I had too, or that he just wouldn't tell them or. <laughs> Right, right. And so the fact that he actually that he actually uh said that he was done, I was just like, Okay, props to you. Like that little clap give. Okay, I see you. Finally, <laughs> see we you. learned something. Finally. And it was it was a breath of fresh air for sure. So so that was that. Uh, as we know, they <laughs> they agree to stay in the beach house and live together for a year. JJ was trying to make a long, and they were like, "Nah, we ain't about that. We'll, we'll stay for a year." <laughs> they took shots uh, of the whiskey, which I <laughs> I'm just like, you guys are literally dying all day. That's like the last thing you want to do. <laughs> uh, number one, yeah, right, exactly. Going, you literally have football practice all all day, but also. Are you really trusting something that JJ made at home? Whiskey? Yeah, no, thank you. No, no. Uh, do, do you all not recall the ca- cabin when you were afraid to try his fettuccine? So why would you try his alcohol? It's not for me. No, no thank you. Have fun, JJ, but not, not for, for me. me. Exactly. Have fun, JJ. Um, look, eventually they all going to end up on a billboard in Vegas. It's going to happen. <laughs> I would love that. 
could you i can see them doing that too just like everybody uh is and look they're grown now they're in college so i could totally see them going back to vegas having a little having a little extra fun having a little extra fun uh yes um so so that was that and you know again while while they're doing all of this spencer is Still just trying to balance his schedule. Uh, he hasn't made quite the impression on the coach that he'd hoped. He did a l- little one-handed grab in practice. His The head coach was not happy about. Uh, he missed his uh, wide receiver pr- position group. Uh, he did not rush which... drum line. That's, I made that joke. <laughs> like, you cannot show up right on time. You have to be early. Early. You got to be early, sir. If you're on time, you're late. Especially for like the first week or so, like you could get away with stuff when you're in like week four or five, but not the first no. week. <laughs> Got to be there at least fifteen minutes early. <laughs> Got to be there at least fifteen minutes early. What's funny about that too is to your point about the football stuff. I was so excited to see us, even though we didn't get to be in the meeting, right? But actually see Spencer be in a position group meeting yes. because that just raises the stakes of what he's in for now like he's going to be in position groups he's going to go over drills he's gonna go over uh things even when his coach said right I think that's one of the first times we've heard that he was just like now that's how you like break into a route and stuff like that like I love the specificity I love it and just like not being able just to depend on talent but you actually have to like do drills and you know work with your team I love that. Right. Right. Um, and speaking of working with his team, uh, Jordan, Jordan and Isaiah is back. We got Isaiah back. I was so excited to see Isaiah. <laughs> me too. Me too. And Jordan and Isaiah did their thing. And I think it's because they don't feel the pressure that Spencer does. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, the pressure that Spencer places on himself, which was I the only one shocked to find out that for someone as for someone who has as high a ranking as Spencer does, and I guess they did like they did say that his ranking took a hit when um when he got shot after he got shot mm-hmm. uh but for someone who has high, as high a ranking does uh as, as high a ranking as he does, he wasn't even on second team. <laughs> You know, yeah, and I think it's just, I love the fact that we have to see him work for it and that they're being realistic with it. Right. But I was very shocked by that. Listen, me too. I love it too, and I was totally expecting it, and I was still just like, I wasn't expecting him to be on third straight now. I thought we would just have to work up one notch, but we we have two. Right. We got two notches to work up. Um, and, and then it, like it, here's the, I, I even said this, I tweeted this. I was just like, this is the first time in a while that I've watched an episode and have actually like been stressed watching the episode. Cause I was not expecting things. Spencer getting mossed on. <laughs> Spencer getting mossed and intercepted on. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. We, we really are in college now. We really are in college. And the crazy thing is, is that, and here's this, this, me being a little, 
here's my little film nerd coming out. But the fact that they took such care to call back to season one Spencer, mm-hmm. right? The very first thing that we see about him is that he can read people, especially on the football field, and he sees their ticks and he sees this and that. And we got to see that for the first time in a while. Yeah, I think it's been really since that season, actually. Right, yeah. right. And so the the fact that we got that nostalgia and reminiscent of what makes Spencer so great and the fact that it was wrong for him this time. The fact that the guy had his own agenda, too. Right. Yeah, that's... Right. I just like the fact that they're showing the differences and they're not making it like he's coming right into college and just balling out. Killing yeah. It right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so realistic. And, you know, even down to things like him, you know, at the end of the episode, we see him and, uh, you know, he has this talk with Liv where he's just like, no, I, you know, because she was worried. Right. And he's just like, no, this is like the one thing that I look forward to. And I have to realize that, like, I need to be looking forward to my schedule. I need to be looking forward to my football schedule. Like I look forward to our talks. And I think he realized that after, and we knew that he was going to have his good little Billy talk. We we knew it. I saw that coming. If there's one thing we know for sure we go get. (laughs) Talk. They ain't finna miss their talks for nothing. Especially with Billy living in Crenshaw now. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Facts. Um, and uh, you know what I loved about that too is when the little line where, where Billy says, you know, you uh or when Spencer asks him, you say it all these dudes better than me, and Billy goes, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. Right. Well, and just like again, back to that whole it, it's humbling experience for them because Spencer really needed to be to be humbled to say, I'm you know, I'm not the best right now. And like, I'm I'm going to get there. Like, we are trying to watch this man get to the NFL. And so he's going to get to the NFL. Um, But it's going to be such work to get to that point. And so to see him sort of, like he said, like just start off fresh and build his way to this point is just going to be so fun to watch. It's going to be rewarding, I think, for us just to see the growth from now right. to whenever I guess he you know, kind of figures out his footing here. Right, right. And not like it, the growth and like the steps. Because I feel like that's something that we, at least me, I feel like sometimes we miss was the steps. But to see the episodes start out where he's waking up at 6 a.m. um, And then to see him make that determination after all of the, that he went through and after all of his talks and all of the advice that he got, that he made the decision for himself to then get up at 4 (laughs) a.m. Yeah, that stressed me out. (laughs) It stressed me out. It stressed me out. But I was also just like, you know what, Spencer, this is not going to be forever. And just me like feeling like I hope that this is the start of him sort of learning balance, right? Like maybe he, maybe there's a happy medium. Like he's getting up at 4 a.m. right now, but hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll see him and he's waking up at 5 a.m. because you don't need to wake up two hours early. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too. Like this isn't going to be a constant. You know, he's going to find his way and be able to manage his schedule a lot better. Right, right. So that is what 
I I'm just thrilled to see is is that is that uh that struggle with him and I I, I have this in the notes but like calling me impressed color me impressed <laughs> I was very happy with this episode I for me uh th- this episode is quickly becoming one of my favorites of the entire season <laughs> yeah like I just I think if everyone's storylines meant something. And I know right. I said that last week, but I feel like this week it was even better because we really got to see them become young adults, like every single character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was to another level. And something that I also like this was, <laughs> this was a want for me as as y'all know, Liv is my fave. And so I loved that, um, and, and bringing it like re- reminiscent to to season one in some ways as well, but. <laughs> I love too that Liv got to she I feel like she touched everybody this week. Mm-hmm. Like she interacted with everybody and, and had her own storyline and we still got the Bolivia goodness. Like I loved that. <laughs> and honestly, you see, like I think it just flows so well. I didn't even notice that. She did talk to every single character. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is yes, like this is what I've been wanting. <laughs> My live agenda is back. <laughs> and so I love that. And even things like, because I think something that we, uh, especially when um, Spencer, uh, Spencer moved to Crenshaw, which we, which we moved back to Crenshaw to say, and went to uh, Crenshaw high is that we didn't get that connectivity with the full, with the full cast of characters because most of the most of the regular characters are from are 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 in beverly uh and so there was uh it felt a little i think disjointed as at times and probably on purpose right because he was in crenshaw and that's what it was supposed to feel like but uh it felt a little disjointed at times because we didn't get to have them all together like this and now that they found a way even though i'm still just like (laughs) This whole Baker situation with Liv and Coop, I don't. I'm still like, okay, that was a little, that was a little shoehorned. I love it, but it was a little shoehorned. But for it, for them to be seamlessly integrated, and it didn't feel weird that Patience is having this conversation with Liv, and that she's having mm-hmm. this conversation with uh, um, Layla. Uh, and that they all live together. And same for the boys and the guys. Like, it didn't feel weird that JJ was just like, let's just keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's in our whiskey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Side note, side note, because I forgot to bring this up. Uh, flashing back to Liv real quick. Can we talk about how she said, uh, oh, yeah, I just needed a quiet place to work because... <laughs> And I'm like, girl, this is your fault. <laughs> you invited these people inside your house. What are we talking <laughs> You invited these people. What are you talking about? Exactly. It was that for me. And do you know what else it was for me? Talking about how seamless the episode is. This, These are the couple of things that I was just like, this is hilarious to me. Uh, but the other thing was, how long is this night? <laughs> you know, was it a full night, the whole episode? It was a full night. It was one day. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
And I, because we saw the uh, football, we saw the football practice, the scrimmage game. Well, technically, it wasn't one day. I think it was uh, a couple of days, maybe two or so. But if you think about it, you know, Jordan came over. He was just like, we're having this party later. So the... <laughs> The scrimmage, Billy and Jordan talking, Billy becoming the principal. Uh, <laughs> oh, what happening within a few hours? Liv going back, Liv going to the showcase, Liv going to the showcase and then going to her job after the showcase. And going to the beach house. Yeah, that. Then going to the beach house. All of that happened in one night. And I just, I'm very confused about that. I was, I, I didn't know about that one. <laughs> Yeah, see, I didn't even notice that because it, it wouldn't have made sense to me either <laughs> to have that be one night. But the oh, And I think the only reason I have a gripe with it is because I just would have preferred the football scene to be evening, like the sun going down. Yeah. And I, that would have made more sense to me, but it, it felt, felt it felt as if it was late at night. Yeah. And so and so was this was this uh the, the beach house party thing was that was that at one AM or what are we doing here? And if, if it's at one AM, why are you getting three hours of sleep spent? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, that didn't even come to mind, but now that you say that, I'm trying to figure out, yeah, what time was this game? <laughs> What time was the party? We would like to know, writers. Could you answer it? Can you give us a... What was Liv doing at the office at 10 p.m.? Like, what? Exactly! I'm very good. What was her boss doing at the office at 10 p.m.? Janitor hasn't even come in yet. Exactly. So that was the only thing. Uh, but, you know, if that's the only thing I'm saying about this episode, you know, it was a good... <laughs> you know, it was a good episode. <laughs> Uh, but no, I really, I really just, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was, it was excellent. And I'm really excited to see what happens next. <laughs> yeah, they pieced this together very well, I think. I don't know who the writers were this episode, but they did a good job. I want to say, I want to say it was John Norris. And I actually, I, I, I really enjoyed Oh yeah, John is always good. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's excellent. John Norris and Christine Swanson. Christine Swanson, who um, this is such an odd reference to make in this podcast. But if anybody has seen, this is a particular demographic, y'all. But if anybody has seen the Clark Sisters Lifetime movie, oh yeah, Christine Swanson, black woman who's a director, she came through in this episode. She killed it. Oh, cool! I didn't even know that. So love her love her um so yeah that was that was the episode and let's get to predictions thanks for listening to film study and all-american podcast stay tuned for our predictions